Welcome to episode number 15 of the Hope Podcast. This is a special episode today because I will be doing this episode by myself. I want to thank Scott, who's here and handling the technical details and has actually helped me to figure out how to turn on this fancy new microphone that we are using here for the Hope Podcast. So it's good to be with you today. We want to thank you for downloading this episode. And I'm going to be talking about something very special today. I've we kind of gone back and, or I have gone back and reflected on a few of our recent episodes. And one of the topics that came up, I think it was during um, our pastor's episode, uh, Thomas Lohman. He and I have some things in common. And so today I'm going to be talking about a topic that is very important to me. And as I have been doing some research and listening and reading about others, who have experienced similar things, I find that we, many of us, have something in common, and that is called father wounds. In fact, John Eldridge, in one of his books, says the following, Every man carries a wound, and the wound, wound is nearly always given by his father. So I'd like to reflect on that a little bit in this episode. And I would like to begin... Um, by reading a passage of scripture. As you listen to me read this, you may think, gee, this is a rather odd passage to go to to begin a topic like father wounds. But I'll be reading from Mark chapter 11, verses 20 through 25. And this is how the passage reads. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, The fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. What I'd like to do is reflect on what Jesus is saying in this verse a little bit, and then share with you a personal experience, and then share a quote, and that's the direction that we'll be going in this episode of the podcast today. First of all, I want you to notice that uh, Jesus and his disciples were walking uh, one day together, and they passed a fig tree that Jesus had previously apparently placed some kind of curse on it. Whatever he had done to it, it had died. And um, as they were walking by, his disciples noticed it. And what I would like for you to notice is this, that... um, Jesus often used common, everyday things as illustrations. And specifically with this fig tree, what he is doing is he is using the fig tree as a parable. And he is using the fig tree as a parable to teach an important lesson. And what he is teaching is 
basically this. He's using the parable to teach a spiritual lesson, uh, specifically, and those who may be more oriented to being Bible scholars or theologians or exegetes or whatever, I think this passage or this parable is specifically relating to the nation of Israel who had rejected the Messiah. And they had entered a state of fruitlessness because of that. And uh, so what he is... His lesson, I think, has many applications for us that when we reject the Messiah, that our spiritual lives also will wither away. Or when we reject what uh, Jesus has to say to us, the same thing will happen. And then Jesus says, after uh, Peter notices this, Jesus says, well, have faith in God. And it is faith, Jesus says, that allows us to affirm the Messiah and his rule and his reign in our lives. And then in verses 24 and 25, he mentions three specific things as he continues to teach his disciples. He mentions faith and prayer and forgiveness. And all of these things are linked I think they're linked because they're all tied to the situations that we face in life. Lawrence Richards, Larry Richards, wrote the Bible Reader's Commentary, and this is what he has to say about these three things. He says, Faith, prayer, and forgiveness are linked for only the firm conviction that God can remove all obstacles moves us to prayer, while a spirit of forgiveness meaning being accepted and extending that forgiveness to others, assures us of our welcome before God's throne. Faith works miracles, not because it gives us confidence in ourselves, but because it moves us to trust all to God. Unquote. So, how does this relate to father wounds? Well, let me just share a couple things. Since so many of us are also dealing with father wounds, we need to realize that we will never really deal with them on our own. Because if we do not work through them in a healthy way, we often turn to other things to drown out the pain. I'm convinced that many of us turn to drugs, sex, alcohol, and other things to medicate the pain because we have never dealt with those father wounds. Let me share with you briefly my story. I have lived with father wounds all of my life. I lived in a home with a lot of conflict. Um, if you mentioned, if you listened to a previous episode, you may have heard me share a little bit of this story that I often cried myself to sleep at night listening to my parents fighting downstairs. I also was aware that my father had broken his marriage vows to our mom on several occasions. I walked into our house one day to find him in a, um, with another woman. And all of us at home had to deal with Dad's anger and his verbal abuse towards us and towards our mom. Now, I, I want you to understand, I'm not sharing these things to speak ill of my dad. I loved my father. He passed away a number of years ago. However, I never had the opportunity to resolve these things with my dad. So I have lived with that pain through the years. That is until one day I was flying home from a trip and I was reading a book. And the author of the book shared how he had never really dealt with his father wounds. Then he shared with how he was able to do so. 
even though his father had died several years before. So as I read his story, I realized that he had written on the page, really, my story also. So a few days later, after returning from my trip, I spent some time during a, devo a devotional time one day, mentally writing out a letter to my dad. I don't know if I had even written it down. I'm not sure. And I shared with my dad how much his actions had hurt me and, and hurt mom and others. And I was sorry that I'd never had the opportunity to be reconciled to him. I also told him that I had forgiven him for all that he had done to me and to our family. And it was then that I began to feel the pain of my father, my father wounds begin to lift. By the way, this doesn't mean that I don't still live with the effects of those father wounds in my own life. This is something that I continue to live with and probably will to, to one degree or another for the rest of my life. However, extending forgiveness to my dad was important to me because I need to learn, you know, even at this age, how to let those things go. By the way, by letting go, I'm not saying that what he did was wrong. And if you're dealing with father wounds, I'm not saying that you need to say uh, whatever he did or this person did really didn't hurt and it wasn't really wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But by letting go, I mean that I'm, and maybe what you need to do is let go of the hurt and the pain and the bitterness and the anger that you've been holding on to for all of these years. I'm also seeing a counselor to help me deal with anxiety and depression that I struggle with. And she's also helped me to think through some of these things and, and more importantly, to see my story in light of the gospel. And if you're listening today and you also struggle with father wounds, maybe that's something that you need to do is to see your story in light of the gospel. You see, I've learned that when Jesus died on the cross, for my sins. He also died for the sins of, say, the people who've hurt me. And uh, specifically today, thinking of my dad. Um, you see, when Jesus died on the cross, he died for my father's sins as well. And I know, I remember an evening before I went back to college, our Youth for Christ group had gathered around a campfire, and Tracy Sibley, our Youth for Christ director, shared the gospel and gave an invitation and my dad trusted Jesus as a savior and I'll never forget that and so I need to remember anytime those old wounds come up that his sins were paid for on the cross as well and so that's what I mean by the fact that we all need to see those wounds that we live with in light of the gospel there's something that I regularly look at and probably on a daily basis that I'd like to share with you. Uh, this is uh, something that a Facebook friend, Selene Mack, shared on Facebook recently and I copied it and put it into something that I read daily and I hope this is encouraging to you. Um, I'm hoping to have Selene, Selene on the um, podcast sometime so any of you out there know her, maybe you can put in a good word for us. This is what she wrote. She said, I have no power to stop the evil choices made by another person, but I have the power to choose to do good. I have the power to choose kindness. 
I have the power to choose hope. I have the power to choose generosity. I have the power to choose to forgive. I have the power to choose to love. And then she quotes a couple passages of scripture. One is from Deuteronomy 30, she says. This is actually this is what the text says in 19 to 20. And I and every person ever born have this power of choice in all that we do as a gift given by one eternal God. And then she goes on to say, to quote the verse, I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold fast to him, for the Lord is your life. She also quotes from Galatians 5.22 that says, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And then the last verse is Ephesians 3.20. God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or think, according to his power that is at work within us. And so she ends this quote talking about choosing wisely with this question. What will you do with your power to choose? So is um, just share a little bit today about father wounds. I just want to encourage you with that. that yes, we all deal with wounds and many of them are deep. Many of them are painful and many of them we live with throughout our lives. But we don't have to be stuck there. We have the, the power and the ability to choose. H. Norman Wright, uh, who's written a lot of books and he's a, a psychologist, a Christian psychologist, says this, a trusted counselor helps readers to move from uh, heartache to joy as they overcome the wounds from a missing, abusive, or absent father, unquote. So our encouragement to you today is that if you are struggling with father wounds, we encourage you to seek a wise counselor to help you with that. It may be your pastor. It may be a counselor that you know in your area. If you don't have a pastor, as we uh, often do here on the Hope Podcast, we encourage you to contact CCEF. It's a Christian counseling. It's the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. They're located in the Philly area, but they have um, they are aware of a network of counselors throughout the country. And also, as we often say here, if you still don't have success in finding someone, reach out to us. And we will do what we can to help you. Our email is thehopepodcast at gmail.com. So thank you for downloading this episode of the podcast. And um, we hope that these thoughts on Father Wounds may be encouraging to you. And we encourage you to listen to the next episode as we have someone else who will be sharing their story of uh, having lost hope and found it again. Have a great day. Open the window, release a day. Oh, come let your waters flood over me. Cause I've seen your beauty. Before you leave, there is one other thing I'd like to share with you. A healthy lifestyle is important to me. 
And that's why we created this podcast. I have worked hard all of my adult life to stay in decent physical shape. And running has always been the primary way I've tried to stay in shape, but I've struggled with a bad knee the last couple of years. I became frustrated with where I was heading, even though I was trying to work out on a regular basis. Our daughter, Carrie, told me about Shakeology and how it helped her reach her weight loss goals. She gave me some samples and also told me about P90 and other team beach body fitness programs. I thought at first that it was just another fad, but I decided to try P90 anyway to see if it might help. I lost 12 pounds. That's right. I stopped running and lost 12 pounds. The combination of drinking Shakeology and exercise programs like P90, P90X, and now Body Beast have helped me to be in the best physical shape of my entire adult life. If you would like to learn more about Shakeology or other beach body products, I encourage you to send me an email with your questions. You can reach me at thehopepodcast at gmail.com, and I would be glad to help you to reach your fitness goals. Thanks again for listening to the podcast.